previously on The Game of Rassilon. My name is Ben Padden, and I am the Game Master. I am Melinda Catherine Gross, playing Amelia Earhart. Uh, hi, I am Dan Peck, and I will be playing Travis Killian, a 24-year-old librarian from 1998. I am Riley Silverman, and I am playing the Doctor. Very suddenly and violently, the TARDIS is shaken to one side. You have been pushed out of the time vortex into normal space. Oh. Um, and you find yourself uh, afloat in the depths of space in orbit around an orange marble of a planet. A starship hangs amidst the inky black. The body of the ship is a large disc with two jutting cylindrical tubes at each side. Adorned at the top of the saucer are words written in a very plain but wide typeface. It is the name of the ship, the UBD Patriarch. Suddenly the ship shakes again. The console room turns to the side and you realize you're caught in a tractor beam. Captain's Log, space date 223.1 stroke Rudabega. With Epsilon 9 staff failing due to the effects of an atmospheric polarity ship, the result of a Cyberman stellar manipulator, we've been forced to advance the timetable in recovering the archaeological crew of Dr. Michelle Digman. If our science team's readings are to be believed, the planet will be rendered uninhabitable for the next 80 years. I can only imagine how difficult it is for Dr. Digman, who's working now to recover what she can before the oncoming storm. On the planet's surface, people in brightly coloured uniforms, a team sent by the Starship Patriarch, work to collect equipment, computers, and the discoveries of the archaeological dig team. Pots, tools, weapons, all potentially hundreds if not thousands of years old. But work has halted around a conflagration. Dr. Michelle Digman watches nervously as Enzen Zander, a crewman in a red uniform and sporting an old-fashioned goatee, is trapped in a tug-of-war over an ancient vase with an old man. The old man is thin and frail, with a beard that'd give Father Christmas paws. If his outfit had any colour, it had been buried under layers of dirt, sand and grime. Weary as he might appear, the old man wins the struggle, gripping the vase and running off into the surrounding woods. Digman shouts after him, and two officers prepare to follow. Lieutenant Matheson, the Patriarch's chief of security, dressed in a forest green top. She's muscular, with the sort of frame that suggests she likes to unwind at the gym, then cool down with a ten-mile jog. And Commander Peebles, a man dressed in red, with a body like an anthropomorphized Dorito, and a jawline like a snowplow, who implores, Xander, get the transmat enhancers in the cave synced up so we can grab as much as possible before the flare hits. Digman, get up to the ship to coordinate recovery. As Peebles and Matheson race off, Xander replies, Yes, sir. As Dr. Digman signals to the ship and shimmers into nothingness, her matter transported to the ship above, Xander enters the cave. Inside, he activates a small tripod, the Transmat Enhancer. The blue glow of the device gives Xander a shock. <gasps> there are statues all around him. They're filthy, a side effect of the sand and dirt. <laughs> Laughing off the shock, he goes back to his work. Outside the cave, with the winds already whipping up in the solar storm, no one can hear him scream. So we, so where we last left us, like we are in a tractor beam outside yes. of this ship. Yep. Okay. The TARDIS tilts from side to side as the tractor beam of the Patriarch pulls it in. Oh, I don't a, like tractor beams. There's a moment of disarray as various devices in the TARDIS console bleep, bloop, and whine with alerts and mm. alerts, alerts, and alarms. I mean, who are they to just grab us from space and tell us that we can go where they want us to go? Is this normal, Madam Doctor? No, that's why I'm angry. Ah! Uh, do we hide in smugglers' compartments? What do we do? No, what? what? Smuggler? No. Tractor ah! beam. Tractor beam. 
as oh, quickly oh, okay. as the chaos started, the TARDIS We've already got too many crossovers again. here. We can't just keep adding on top of them. Stormtroopers, barge... No. If there's a worm on that planet, I'm going to stab you. Uh, we couldn't get the rights to Dune. We could get the rights to Spice World. So oh, that's great. Mel B... Spice is the life. Is a giant worm. Is a giant worm, yeah. <laughs> I ride I her. we all know it would be Ginger. <laughs> She's like, the god Empress of Dune. Uh, <laughs> all hail the scary spice. No, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> okay, we, there it okay. is. We have found it. Moving on. Yep. The spice of fear. That's the that's fourth Doctor serial I've ever heard one. Um, so, yeah, the, the, everything was kind of shaking from side to side. The TARDIS is now settled and is uh, level again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? Uh, well, I'm still very cross. Um, I... I, I start checking readings on them. I, I, I'm like pulling screens around, like one, like which we, we've established are combo v- TV VCRs. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I just like swing one in front of it and I like press the play button. And that's like my way of like finding readings and trying to figure out where we are. I figure out when we are, where we are, and identify the, was it UB what? UB40? Uh, UBD yes. Patreon. UBD Patreon. UBD yes, Patreon. Thank you very much. Well, that's someone's taking notes. Yeah. Um, um, I got news for you. I'm never going to do that. So, um, yeah. That's okay. Neither am I. And I'm the GM. Yeah. So, uh, the UBD Patriarch. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to see if I can figure out what the UBD stands for. Okay. You press play on the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, an old episode of Ren and Stimpy starts playing from about halfway through because yeah. you're supposed to eject the tape first. Yeah. Okay. So before... I do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, now the TV's picking up signals from uh, uh, a TV channel called Nickelodeon, which is weird, uh, and it's showing old episodes of Rockers One Life. That's also okay, cool. very strange. And yeah. that's you just spend the rest of the episode just watching. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Are these okay. some of your creatures, Doctor? And I'll uh, or Madam Doctor, and I'll kind of like saddle up behind her to be like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm ready to go. What are we? What are we doing now? Uh, I'm trying to find readings on this this ship. So I I do actually like yes. the computer stuff. Yes, actually, actual, actual, actual. Sorry, actual but sorry that I'm trying to play the Doctor Who role playing game that we play. But uh, like, can you um, do that? Let me check the book quickly. Are you allowed to role play in this game? Let me just. That's a dumb joke. I'm going to end the bit right there yeah. and continue. Um, you uh, you look at the scanner and it's giving you kind of a camera feed of the exterior of the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're seeing kind of stainless steel walls and large cargo containers. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I was running a check to see oh, if I no. know what those things stand for. The UBD. Oh, UBD. Did we ever decide what that actually stands for? It was a gag about everything in Star Trek involving dads. So oh, it was yeah. Universe's best dad. Okay. <laughs> so Universe's fine. best dad patriarch. Um, no, okay. Then I won't. Yeah. Then I wow, won't. guys. That is both clever and I hate the both of you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> we didn't yeah. think you'd peer that far behind the veil. So Sorry. Everybody. Oh, we peek. Yeah. I was, trying, I was trying to figure out if it was like a reference to something from Doctor Who that I forgot. Like we're, it was we're like, trying very hard to make the curtain appear as decorative as possible, so you don't want to appear behind it. Yeah. Well, you did. You failed. Um, we, we were, right. Look, if you're going to change the, the Federation's logo to a different logo, I'm going to ask what that logo means. Sorry. Yeah. Well, the U well, is definitely united. This yeah. is the beauty of like role playing. Yeah. Let's games figure it well. out. What does UBD yeah. stand for? I like Universe's best dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, like that's canon now. Uh- <laughs> All right. It's canonically Universe's best dad. Okay, great. fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. That means something different okay. there. So that's what UBD stands for. Okay. So I um I'm like I'm, I'm like, glad I'm playing this game with you guys. I'm frustrated because uh, as a character, she's frustrated because she's like she doesn't like being in tractor beam. She doesn't like having some controlling her ship, but she can't. Um, so she's like she's actually trying to use the console to break free from the tractor beam and try to like de- like de what's it called um de- ah decouple. Yes, yeah. she's trying to. She's trying. To, actually, trying to watch reruns of coupling on her computer. Um, <laughs> no, what's what's the looking? Um, dis- Season two of joking. What apart. is it called? This dematerialize. Yes. So she's trying. She's trying to go back into the vortex. Okay. Um, the uh, for whatever reason, the mechanism will not engage. You 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 throw the lever and you hear the engine kind of shunk. Okay. And it doesn't. It doesn't seem to be doing anything. Yeah, I hit the random randomizer again. I, I just hit it like 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 she did earlier. You hit, it, you hit it and it goes, <laughs> and it doesn't actually do anything. <laughs> it doesn't do anything else. Here, do- uh, Madam Doctor, let me give it a whirl, and then I'm going to use my progressive maintenance. Gun. I would like to point out that you're trying to not engage in the story we've written right now. I just want to throw that I'm out. Just, there. Hey, <laughs> doing what I would do until the yeah, story. Yeah, like, this is the thing, and this yeah. is like yeah. people who have also first... been DMs, dude. Like you know you. You know that you put people in a room and they run to the walls and they poke yes. everything. And, like, and also, to be fair, we're the ones who have been pushing yeah. us away from the story this entire time. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, we're the ones? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is my masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So what happens next? So we're we're I mean I, I can't wait to do so many I don't only suck on tractor beam things until we're what's going to happen right. next. No, maybe like, I make the tractor beam more accurate, Ben. Let's what? find out. With roll them bones, yeah. Mother Hubbard. I'm Let's sorry, see what happens. about Ren and Snippy cartoons or Rocco's Modern Life when I was trying to check readings to find out where the ship was. All right, yeah, so I get the two. So that's going to be uh, a strength and uh, or no, a coordination and athletics again. Uh, no, that one is going to be strength and uh, technology. Strength and technology. You're trying right, to right, 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 right. So. 16? 16. 16. Um, when you hit it, it goes... <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that was Should new. I hit it? <laughs> no, I think we're stuck here. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's... Uh, I imagine there's probably a plot that's supposed to run thicken, so let's just go ahead and do that. All right. Good job. <laughs> it's like we're part of every Doctor Who episode where the Doctor goes, eh, screw it, I guess I'll do a Doctor Who episode. Yeah. It's my favorite part of the show. I yeah, love it. It's, it's when the character looks dead in the camera. <laughs> it is dead in the yeah. eyes. Yeah. yeah. And, and they, it, says, it just says, screw it, let's walk to the next set, guys, and just walks past the cameras <laughs> towards the next. Like, I, I'm going to do it because I am Doctor Who. <laughs> every Colin Baker ending. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I'm Doctor. Do it your thing. Hello, I'm Doctor Who. Uh, excuse me, I'm going to go from set to set now. Uh, we'll be back in an hour and a half after we drive out to the country and set up the tripods and whatnot and uh, obviously assemble the Daleks. In the meantime, here's Patrick Moore with the sky at night. <laughs> We'll see you in 90 minutes. Oh, good oh. lord. All right, guys. Let's Next get back on, on these rails. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so, what do you guys, what do you do now? What, 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 what the hell are you, what are you doing? I say, dock, oh, go ahead. Presumably, we're waiting to dock on this thing? Question mark? Because, like, we're, like, if we're in the tractor beam, we can't, okay, like, this is yeah. like an actual. You, well, when like, the, sh- the ship stopped shaking, <laughs> okay. there was a definite, like, thunk of, you're now, you're on okay. something. The okay. ship has landed. All right, right. I gotcha. imagine that I, <clears throat> I probably had my coat off. While we were in the TARDIS, like, I probably like on a coat rack. Yeah. So I, like, throw that on and get, like, into, like, okay, doctor mode now. And then I, uh, I go, all right, we might as well see where we are and what's happening. So I think we, like, probably head to the door. Okay. You're the boss. I, so I, I actually, like, I'm heading out of the TARDIS. Like, I'm walking to, like, look at the ship. Because I don't and think the doctor would stick around and wait for something yeah. to happen. I think she would Yeah, oh, that out. absolutely makes sense. So you, you step out, and the, t- uh, the TARDIS has kind of landed in, uh, mm-hmm. in, a, in a kind of a cargo bay situation. There are right. stainless steel walls. There are kind of large... What are very clearly cargo containers, and they're clearly cargo containers, so I don't have to describe what they look like. Um, and the words "cargo bay one" are emblazoned on the walls, um, uh, very si- in a very similar typeface to the ones you saw printed on the saucer section of the of the Patriarch. So we're on another spaceship. This three in one day. This is this is the best day of my life. <laughs> I mean, certainly it is a different day. Um, but you know, I get it. Um, so then we like start walking like. Is there anyone in the cargo bay? Uh, right now, no. The cargo bay is it's pretty much just you guys and a bunch of cargo containers. All right. A lot of the cargo is kind of uh, strewn about, um, and there is a um, uh, there's a large exterior opening that opens out into space. Okay. Um, that has what you now recognize to be laser glass. Okay. Um, kind of covering it. Um, and a lot of the cargo containers are not kind of placed in any kind of organized manner. Some of them are tipped over. Some of them are um, kind of, they're arranged higgledy-piggledy. Um, and it looks like some kind of event has happened in this room. Okay. Um, I kind of like examine around. <clears throat> and then I, um, does the aesthetic of the room seem like it's the same era as the place we already were? Or does it feel like it's a different time time zone? Uh, you mean from the place you were in uh, the, previous the previous serial? Uh, no, I don't think it's the same time frame. Okay, I only ask as a laser blast. Um, I okay. will say that, oh, so the technology is definitely the same. Some tech just survives through the ages. Okay. Um, I would say that the doctors, uh, you got feel of the turn of the universe, right? Yeah. So you're probably, um, you would pinpoint the year at being roughly like 2533. Okay. I don't know why I said roughly and then gave a specific year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's about 327 in the afternoon, give or take. Okay. Give or take 30 or 40 years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In the year twenty five thirty three, all right. So, um, what star date is that again? All right. So, um, yeah. So I, I kind of look around. I'm trying to like. I'm I'm going to investigate the room and try to understand what event happened in this room. Like, was it a struggle? Was it like a physical fight or something? Or was it just like the, the ship, like being knocked around, like something like that? Uh, I also want to look around, but kind of more towards like if there was struggle, like a battle like should i be mm-hmm. on the lookout like again like i'm kind of bristling for a fight like okay. ready to and i want to look around for um 
like curiosity out of like the technology and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I'm not going to have you guys do any, any checks because everything's kind of immediate and in front of you. So I'm just going to describe what you see. Um, there are no scorch marks. There's no like scratches or dings or dents. It doesn't look like, um, certainly nothing caused by weapon fire or from like a physical confrontation. Um, it, the best, uh, best way to describe it is it's like, it's like when you move and you just kind of put the boxes in there and Mm -hmm. you don't really think about where they're going. Um, that it's just that kind of like disorganized nature of okay uh, of of the room. All right, I kind of shout up into the air like I'm assuming somebody's listening or watching, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "Oi, your your ball is here! What do you want? Like, what what is happening?" Beautiful accent. I know Beautiful. that was terrible, but I was hoping we could move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you pull this into your ship, and I I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying sorry. I didn't mean to make you self conscious. I'm, gonna, I'm, yeah, I'm genuinely my... enjoying it, and I apologize. Yeah. That was that was mean of me, yeah. and I'm very sorry. Like, I'm like, listen, I you wanted us. Now what's happening? Where what what are you doing? <laughs> I'm kind of like looking up at the ceilings because I'm expecting now. Like again, I have no idea what people in the future do. For all I know, they descend from the ceiling. So like, okay. it's just kind of looking around, cool. like a squirrel. Travis, <laughs> I'd like to say, I'm looking around at like the technology, like just kind of fascinated by this brand new setting. Like you know, it's a spaceship. I want to know what I find. Like I'm not like actively like opening like cargo containers or anything like that. But I like I'm trying to get a sense of like you know. What are we dealing with? I'm here? actively opening cargo containers okay. if I can. <laughs> if there's containers that open, I will open them because that's okay, just like cool. the doctory kind of thing to do. Yeah. Um. As you as you op- you opening and inspecting cargo containers. Um. Uh. Th- well, I mean, just opening them. Uh, they're locked. They're just kind of sealed shut. Okay. So no. I punch one to two. Um. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna head to the door and see if I can open okay. the door. As you go to open the door, <laughs> the door actually shushunks open. Yeah. <gasps> uh, it's a shushunk door. <laughs> No, he said, Travis says that out loud. Yes. Um, <laughs> What's a shashunk? Uh, and there's a team of people on the <laughs> other side in, uh, in kind of blue uniforms, all holding like sci-fi, like, like briefcases and, and scanning tools. Okay. And they're all, they're, you're shocked to see them. Yeah. They're just as shocked to see you. Um, and, uh, and the woman at the front, <clears throat> uh, looks at you and says, what do what, what do you, what? <laughs> do they look, say, what? Do they look what? humanoid? Yeah, they just look like humans. Okay. Uh, well, then various in, shapes and sizes. And in that case... There's um, a green one at the back. Yeah. That got a laugh from someone outside. <laughs> I don't know if that got picked up by the mic, but I'm happy. Excellent. Uh, can she see that? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah you have seen the alien yeah. already, because okay. there was aliens on that. There's, a, there's right. just a green... It just, they just look like they're painted No, green. but it's, but it's again, like, this is a new race. Yeah. So, like, again, like, this is her... Yeah. So it's all humans, but there just have to be, like, one green humanoid kind of chilling in the back. Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, I'd say at that point, then, she's probably going to take a couple of strides forward and say, well, there's no time like the present. Then, hello, my name is Millie, and uh, this is Madam Doctor, and this is Travis, and uh, you seem to have tractor-beamed us here? Yeah, the, the, the doctor's fine. Um, what what are we doing here? Why, we we were just fly. what, what's happening? Uh, I'm I, like Flummock, that's why she's talking I, about that. I, I, I'm... I, I'm just as shocked as as you are. Well, that's weird um, because you put us in a tractor beam. Well, I, we were uh, there was there was a, uh, a subspace flare and we got hit by it and it kind of shut the the it caused the the laser glass in in this cargo bay to to fail and all of our cargo got pulled out. So we were just kind of tractor beaming the 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 cargo back back in. If you guys got caught in that, maybe that's why you're here. Oh, okay, maybe the subspace flare. Okay, the, the doctor kind of realized the subspace flare is what pulled us out of the, cor- the vortex? Yes. Okay. Right, okay, that actually makes sense, and I'm less angry now, and I apologize for being cross. Um, so, uh, I'm the doctor, uh, this is my, this is the pilot, this is Millie, and this is Travis. Sorry, uh, uh, doctor... Yes. Um... Doctor Yes. No, the doctor. Um... Millie's been going around trying to shake hands with everybody, like in like a hearty, handshakey <laughs> kind of... Um... I actually kind of want you to do a role for that because that's, that's entirely fair. delightful. I'm going to have you do, um, we're going to call it presence. Okay. And I also have charming. Let's go for a presence and convince with a plus two for charming. Which is good because, uh, I only got another three, so 14. 14? Yeah. Um, yeah, people are just kind of shaking hands with you yeah. and, um, it's kind of one of those Millie. Millie's the name, like, yeah. and kind of really like too aggressive for the yeah. average person's elbow. But like, now, you know. are you still? 
I just want to get a, a kind of a, a clear mental image of this because I, I, you guys have not changed outfits from your last nope. encounter. No. So you're still kind of wearing your work clothes. Your work clothes. <laughs> You'd be wearing your aviation gear. Yeah, but I did realize that I left my jacket back on. I actually like realized this like between episodes. I left my jacket back on uh, the the other spaceship. So okay. it's oh. just like I know it's a bummer. It's hard to make a new one. Just let me know later, and we'll get to we'll take care of it. Uh, um, so yeah, it's just kind of going to be like the white kind of like blouse with like the sleeves rolled up. Yeah. And like the you know like longer kind of like brown pilot pants, uh, and like her her um, little uh, leather helmet and her goggles. So his and a scarf. Here's the fun thing with the role you just did. Um, uh, I'm going to call that a yes, but okay, that's where that qualifies. Um, and uh, one of the people you shake hands with there's this kind of nervous looking uh, guy mm-hmm. uh, who's a little 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 short, a little bit thin, and mm-hmm. hair thinning a little bit at the front, and he looks at you and 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 he says. Uh, you, you look, you look, uh, <laughs> sorry, this is ridiculous. You, you're the spitting image of, uh, of, doesn't, doesn't she look like Amelia Earhart? Does She's anyone? She's a distant relative, um, uh, descendant. Um, she looks, she looks exact. Sorry, you look, I mean, I've read a lot of books and seen well, photos. And you I, look, I technically have distinctive, so I don't know yeah. if that makes his role go up a little bit more. Or, well, it's, I would say know. that that, uh, the, well, because because you already because of the, oh, the success is a yes, but yeah. Um, so that's that's the but is okay. that someone uh, on the science team has recognised you? Okay, because um, they have a holodeck they pro- or, yeah. or somewhere there. They've probably seen so like, exactly. He's, and he's just like he's like oh, no. sorry. It's just are they afraid I'm gonna are they afraid I escape from the holodeck? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Abraham Lincoln? Um, uh, no, sorry. You you you, yeah. you are you are uh, you look exactly like uh, like the textbook photos and holograms that I've seen of uh, of Amelia Earhart. Is anyone well, seeing this? Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, she's a distant relative. She's a cosplayer, and she is related to us. Cosplayer. What? <laughs> okay. Um, you, I'm going to have you do uh, ingenuity and convince. Okay. Um, I'm any. I would say that that's a great, uh, great, great, like, excuse that you've come mm-hmm. up with. But because Millie has immediately, like, questioned the word cosplayer. Yeah. Um, you, do you have charming? I do have charming. Okay, so I'm going to negate the charm. Okay, you've been, the, the charm is negated by I don't Millie's think she was mind. being super charming. I think she was kind of, like, yeah. squeezing the end. I don't think her charm yeah. would come in. Like, yeah, yeah it's just a yeah. thing. Um, uh, I got a six plus, uh, seven, 13 plus. Um, so that's going to make it, that's going to be 17. Seventeen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. That is. Uh. The the guy just he he looks at you and and he looks at Millie and he goes, Oh, are you are you are you a, a fan of uh, Amelia Earhart as well? I'm oh, gonna wow. kind of take my. I I'm gonna look to the doctor. I'm gonna see their head like furiously going up and down, and mine's <laughs> just gonna go, Yes, yes, and then like I'm gonna try to. Mimic like some of like the the like things that I've been seeing them doing like like uh, like a thumbs up kind of yes it's incredibly awkward for everyone she she, do, she gets hired for uh um like mall openings and stuff yeah. like that uh, <laughs> you know, the malls like you know who should be here Amelia Earhart what's a mall <laughs> guys I don't know don't what? give me all these referentials I'm gonna keep asking I don't know what's a mall with you anyway um oh, <laughs> good lord I, I, I know. I know. I know what I am. I know. And Bring I am. the kids down to meet 20th century flight star <laughs> and Amelia Earhart. Oh, role-play monster with a terrible accent, so this is just always going to be a thing I do. We've renovated the Westlake Mall, Luton, and to, to celebrate, we've got a special guest. It's someone who looks like a dead pilot. <laughs> Come on down and meet famed Star Trek Voyager guest star, Amelia Earhart. <laughs> Well, it's like on The Office when they had the Ben Franklin, you know, yeah. historical speaker. Uh, yeah. I like that the way that you said Amelia Earhart. Like, there are other Earharts. That Jefferson Earhart. There might be more Earharts in the Whatever, future. Whatever, we already we came know. to the conclusion that in my room in the TARDIS, we had to clarify that I'm not that Amelia. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, like, <laughs> within our own canonical nonsense, Ben. Yeah. Uh, so, he's, he, he, uh, this this nervous guy in the blue uniform says, so, uh, sorry, what was, what, what's your name? Millie. Millie? Millie. That's alarmingly close to Amelia. It is. Well, I it's, said it's she's short related. For <laughs> like, I did, she is a distant relative. She's a, a descendant. It's short for Millicent. Okay. Who's on uh, first at this point? Uh, the, the woman at the front <laughs> goes, okay, okay, uh, everyone, um, you guys shouldn't be here. It's probably, it would probably be a good idea if I took you up to the bridge to meet the, oh. the captain. Okay. 
<laughs> uh, I guess we're going to the bridge. Uh, we sorry, just... sorry. I just <laughs> I got invited to the bridge of a spaceship. I'm sorry. It just came um, out. Can I ask why we can't just get back in our box and go back into space where we're supposed to be? Well, you we we don't know who you are. So this that's, this is this is trespassing at this point. It's... Really? I just no, hang on. Myself. No, no. Oh you, well, that's no, okay I'm, then. I'm not. No. Um, we didn't want to be here. You you're kidnapping us more than we are trespassing. You, we're we're about to engage in. I, I probably don't have the clearance to give you the full information. I should take you up to see the captain, but suffice to say, you shouldn't be here, and we should... Well, if Travis should... is excited, then I don't see... Is it an issue? I guess we'll get... I find... Well, yeah, Can I yeah. also point out, you have technically been on the bridge of a starship, like, about 37 minutes ago. It doesn't matter if you get invited right. to the bridge by the captain, like, that's the <laughs> level of excitement. <laughs> the, yeah, it's all new. For the role-playing and moving yeah. the scene forward, and she's like, fine, yes. we'll go to the bridge of the starship. Like, she's, like, annoyed, but she goes. Okay, um... Actually, uh, no, I think the doctor would probably at this point be like, all right, this is actually weird enough. I'm curious. And her curiosity yeah. is going to take over. Because I think that's actually a thing. That I the, uh, the, the, the woman who's the head of the science team, she indicates, she, she kind of directs everyone to kind of continue the work kind of, uh, and you see the science team kind of move in, uh, including the nervous guy who's kind of staring at Millie, like with a big, like, uh, like a, okay. like a, an excited grin on his face, like, okay. to meet, okay. to meet Millie. Oh. Okay. Like super excited. Cool. Um, and they start going and starting, you know, Her ego to... is super stoked by that, by the way, because like she is very used to people kind of like yeah. running around and yeah. being like, oh my God, you're super important. And like it's been 20 <laughs> minutes. So... <laughs> Do I get the indication, Ben, that the subspace thing is also why my TARDIS is currently not functioning? Like, is that possible? Or is it only because the tractor beam that kept me from being able to jump back into it? Um, I. Yes. Okay. Because I do have, I have insatiable curiosity. So I think at this yeah. point the doctor would just like let go and be like, okay, something's going on. I want to figure out what's happening. So I too have insatiable curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're actually playing it and I'm not. That's why I think I'm like trying to. <laughs> I'm just impulsive. Yeah. So um, while the science team are going in, they're kind of upending um, you know, cargo crates and containers and basically trying to organize the mess that this room is that, that you now know it was the cargo got sucked out into space and they've had to like tractor beam it back in. Yeah. So they're trying to get that room back into some semblance of. Decency. Um, the uh, the head of the security team heads to um, uh, what we're going to call a hyperlift. Okay. And um, <laughs> what I am going to say though is, can we move my box to a room that doesn't occasionally throw things into outer space? Like, is there a room that doesn't have a opening to a? The head of the security of the, the science team says, "Oh, I'm sure that won't happen again. It's <laughs> it's it's probably." You know, fine. I've heard that before, and I'm never quite trusting of it. Um, just it would make me feel a lot better. We well, could tie it down if that well, would make right you feel now better. It's in, right now, it's in Cargo Bay One. Um, we could move it to uh, let's see, Cargo Bay Two. Does that also have a window that doesn't in things into space? It's basically the same room. Let's not do that. Cool. Um, is it? Could you put it like in? I don't know, like like rec room one, but there's not a window into space. Like. I mean, at this point, I mean, I would say we've we've impounded your vehicle at this point. You shouldn't be here. So. I didn't want to be here. Well, you... we didn't want you to be here either, so at least we agree on something. Let's take you to the captain. Man, this is the longest <laughs> elevator ride. <laughs> this well, is the hallway to the elevator. Oh, yeah. man. This we're is your West Wing walk and talk. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're waiting for the hyperlift to arrive. You, you step into the hyperlift. The doors shrink open. Um, and, uh, Travis giggles. <laughs> yes. Does Travis make the noise as the doors open? Do you think yeah, like, you do this? Totally. And uh, music of every <laughs> Beatles song look playing at you like, at once. What is yeah. this <laughs> Um, the closing credits uh, music, by the way, I don't know if you guys have heard yet, but we did manage to get every Beatles song playing at once. Okay, cool. So that's gonna. But they all play at the same time, so you can't recognize any yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that actually costs double. Yeah. As an aside, I kind of want to upload that video to YouTube to see if it gets a copyright deal. <laughs> Just layer the whole shit. Anyway, the 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 hyperlift uh, travels at a speed that I would describe as like a regular elevator. Okay. Um, because some things never change, and uh, the door opens. Uh, it shrinks open. There we go. Um, uh, revealing uh, a bridge. Now, to the untrained eye, it might look like this bridge is made of plywood and uh, very simple shapes, uh, hastily painted by a team of set designers who aren't paid very much and weren't expecting this thing to stand for three seasons. And yet, dot, 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 here it is. It is the the bridge of a starship. I also have a question, sure. just in general. Um is this like 
Because, like, obviously, you know, we're getting a little bit of that that kind of classic Star Trek-y vibe. But, like, is this kind of more like USS Callister rules where, like, the uniforms are slightly different and everything's slightly, like, off? Or is it yes. pretty spot on? Okay. It, yeah, it resembles but is legally distinct from uh, <laughs> uniforms from the classic television series Star Trek I mean, uh, produced by Desilus Studios. Wait, this I has been Star Trek the whole to, like, time? I had no idea. Actually, actually, uh, for your Doctor Who continuity, this is Space Fleet. From the Virgin New Adventures. There you go. Uh, which Ace hit out on, uh, for quite some time, and Bernie Summerfield's dad was an admiral. Okay. I'm actually really glad that Michael said that because that's kind of what I was trying to (laughs) open the door for. Oh, I'm so happy now. Okay. Sorry. Um, I'll put that back in my body and we can continue playing (laughs) now. (laughs) You see a number of, uh, crew persons, uh, working on the bridge. You see, uh, helping a wounded crew, crewman to her feet, uh, a young man in a stained white uniform. Uh, he wears a mirrored mask that covers his face, a complex sensory aid for diagnosticians. Uh, he puts a hand to a dial on the ear, turning it down from a mirror finish 11 to a clear one, uh, revealing his, his face. He looks a little, uh, leathery and worn for a man of his age, but there he is. This is what he looks like. That's his face. Ah, Hello. Um, um, that will freak Amelia out. Don't be rude. Uh, uh, but yeah, his face is worn by years of service as a war medic. There, there are spots, spots of grey already streaking his hair and his beard. And sitting in the captain's chair is a woman with a meticulous coif of hair, killer eyeshadow, and a bright blue uniform top with two gold stripes at the end of her short sleeves. The legend of Space Fleet herself, Captain Dorothy Ellison. Dope. Have I heard of her? Have you heard of her? Uh, would you like to do a check for that? Sure. Um, we're going to call that uh, ingenuity and knowledge. Okay. Would I add like my time, lo- my time lord, or uh, that kind of thing to it, like any sort of uh, time lord experience? We'll give you a plus two for that. Okay. Why not? So it was ingenuity and ingenuity and knowledge. Okay. Okay. So that's going to be twelve plus two. So that's fourteen plus. That's going to be twenty. Okay, yeah, you definitely recognize this woman. This is a, um, this is a historical figure. Like, you, you definitely recognize her as, um, uh, as, as a, a legendary figure, uh, in the space fleet. Someone who has had many great, big, at times slightly unbelievable and possibly poorly written adventures, um, uh, throughout the cosmos. Um, her, her logs are passed around the space fleet. Uh, as, uh, as, as legendary, uh, records of events that many people believe didn't actually happen. But that does not in any way diminish the legend of Captain Dorothy Ellison. Oh my god. I can't believe. If I, they told me you were up here, I would have come up immediately. Okay. Um, thank you for that, she says, Captain- in the same character voice that yeah. I've given every other woman in mm-hmm. this show to this point. Oh, it is a, it is it's a, great if you lampshade it. Do I hear okay. you call her captain? Oh, this is the captain of the, yeah, this is Captain Dorothy Ellison. You, you're, you're familiar with me then? Of course I am. Oh my okay. god. Alright, well. Oh, um, I'm gonna can be. I, can I just say it is an honor? You, 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 you can. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm, we're just in the middle of something. Ensign Sabrowski, um, I need eyes on Peebles and Matheson. Is there any signs on the scans? And there's an ensign. Uh, sitting in the, the, the as the ship's helmsman uh, with uh, a ridiculous, very outdated haircut, um, the big burly, bearded and boisterous, uh, and he turns to the captain and he says, "Negative, captain," because that's his voice. That's what I made him sound okay. like. Yeah, I think we established that when you make an empty talk, that's the voice they're doing. Good. Okay. I just I'm just trying <laughs> to make it need clear to for the listener. To the you know how in a big finish audio, every time a character says their first line, the actor then turns. David <laughs> yeah. Warner. Every time he, if his first line of dialogue in a story, he then turns. Oh, that's my character, by the way, the <laughs> Unbound Doctor. Like that's, you know, that's yeah. what I'm going. I don't for. know why you're explaining it. We all know this. Thing Obviously. Okay. But for the listeners, in yeah. case they aren't oh, familiar so, with I'm the sorry, technique. I'm sorry. Some of your. I'm sorry, are some of your crew in danger? What's happened? We, we, we have a bit of a situation on the, the planet's surface below. Is it a red alert? What's happening? A red alert? Sorry, don't mind me. I don't know. What is that a reference to? I don't really understand. The captain's like looking around like, what is... He's a tourist. Um, all right, um, he's a tourist? Yeah, he's... No, he's a tourist. <laughs> with a team. Oh. oh! yeah. Okay. Uh, funny enough, I am also a tourist, but oh, never mind. Well, happy birthday. Um, all right, so... <laughs> <laughs> I am... Um, 
I think that's and she points to like constellations out on the console and she's like, Oh, I think that's you over there. Um all right. You guys um, don't still believe in astrology, do you? It's just for fun. I mean I read my horoscope on my birthday. Um so what's happening with your friends? Let's not judge me so much and find out what's happening with your friends, your crew members. We're in we're in the middle of uh, of of a, a basically a pickup run. We have uh, there's an archaeological dig. Wait, why am I giving you any information? Who who are you? What are you doing on board my ship? I'm the doctor. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Okay, anyway, so we're <laughs> no. What is that? What is Doctor what? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, psychic paper this one. So I um yeah, so I I I, I flash psychic paper to the captain and say. Uh, yeah, so here's my uh, credentials from from uh, from Space Fleet. Michael, remind me how the psychic paper works. I know we used it in the last serial, but I can never remember the mechanics. Is it a spend a story point? It says whatever. I believe it comes with a story point. Yes. Um, yeah. And you can spend that one to use it, and then to refill it later, you have to. Use okay. Your own story yeah, yeah. Points. Okay. So I just used it. Yeah, I used the story point that was on it. Okay. And uh, because I got confused about the rules, can you repeat for me what it said? Oh, I was, I'm I was, I was, GM. I always like to let the person tell me what it says because it fits okay. them. But, um, because like, like, I was thinking about how, like, in the Witchfinder's, like, she showed it to one person's Witchfinder, Witchfinder General, but the other one says mm. assistant because he would never see her. But I guess it would just, it would give her some sort of status. She said she was in Space Fleet, so I think it would give her, or, um, I you know what it is? here's what I'll say. I think it makes her some sort of, like, important ambassador. Okay. That's like the thing that she would want. Um, I have an idea. She wouldn't want to call herself a soldier. I think my idea Can I make a pitch? Yeah. I had an idea. What's your idea? My idea is it just says the doctor section 29. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. I do like that. Does this annoy all the Trek fans in the room? Yeah. Oh, no. What was your inferior idea? My idea is that it appears as a circular white badge with black text on it that says Earth Inspector. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good. That might be the way that we need to go because, no joke, if you guys are going to keep making Star Trek references, I'm going to keep getting just like sexually frustrated in my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Michael, You're talking what, to the girl what, what, with the I Vulcan tattoo. These, I don't know what to tell you. You're the GM. All right. I remember that book, The Girl with the Vulcan Tattoo. Oh, yeah, you bet. <laughs> anyway. Oh, it's a shame the original aren't writing those books anymore. Anyway, um, yes, it says Earth Inspector. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Captain Matheson looks at looks at it and says, uh, this is a really Wait, weird... Wait, Matheson? Sorry, why am I saying Matheson? That's, my, um, that's me being an idiot again. Captain Matheson looks at the psychic paper and says, uh, this is a really weird time for an inspection. How did you even get on board? Well, you know, it's a funny story. We weren't planning on it. We were actually just minding our own business, and Let's, your ship okay, brought us I'm going to stop you there. This is, we have a situation. We need, we need to deal with it. We have crewmen stranded on the planet. The, a solar flare is going to, a quantum flare is going to hit the planet and change the atmosphere of the planet. Okay, how can we help? That's a very good question. Right now, we're just trying to track our people on the planet's surface. And okay. the captain turns back to Ensign Zabrowski and said, I need eyes on those crewmen. Okay. I, the doctor runs over to a free control panel and starts like, Messing with controls and like doing very doctory things, like taking over a computer system. Okay. To try to help out. Okay. Uh, in, in what what's the end result that you would like? She's to trying see? to help get a clear signal so she can get eyes on the people on the on the planet. Okay. Um, let's have that be a ingenuity and technology. Okay. With any buffs that you may have from your traits. Um. Technically adept. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you plus two for that. Okay. So. Okay, that's going to be another 20. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, you're able to accurately pinpoint the location of the crewmen. There are actually mm-hmm. four life signs on the planet that you are uh, trying to track. Okay, that, I relate that, that, inf- that information. Bloop, bloop. Yes. Um, I've got four of them. As you, as you report on that, the, uh, the, the lift, the, the door for the hyperlift opens, um, and uh, a woman steps out sporting a dust-covered eggshell blue uniform. She seems tense, a little nervous, and more than a little stressed. Captain Lesson turns in her chair. Dr. Digman, we're working as fast as we can to recover your equipment. And Dr. Digman responds in a different character voice. It's not the equipment I'm concerned about, Captain. It's, it's those discoveries, ancient tools, pottery, statues that will be lost if we don't speed up our recovery efforts. The captain goes to speak, but suddenly the ship is hit. The whole thing jumps to the side. Jumped being a word I've just invented. In the spur of the moment, in the excitement, the heat of the battle. And uh, I'm going to have to have everyone uh, do a coordination and athletics check for me, please. I will make two of them because I'm clumsy. Yeah. Ten. Coordination athletics, you said? Uh, yes. Fourteen. Ten, fourteen. 
Uh, I got a 14 on the first one. Oh, I have quick reflexes. Does that do anything for me? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> one second. I got a 9 on the second. That's bad. Uh, in a complex situation, doodly doodly do. Dan, you're going to be my favorite guy in a Trek fight scene, who's the guy who goes, like, over the railing. <laughs> <laughs> like one guy who's like, whoa, I'm over the railing. Did oh I, sh- I showed you those stabilized oh, Star yeah. Trek shots. There's that one from Next Generation where there's a guy who's, like, he's off to, like, camera he's just left. Holding the he's wall. just holding yeah. onto the wall, but, like, watching everyone else to see how much he should be shaking. Oh, yeah. Should still be sh- it's great. Oh, yeah. Um, Baby's first day on set, you bet. Oh, he had real extra face. It was very strong. Nice. Uh, quick reflexes mean that uh, you always go first in a round okay, when there's so combat. Nothing, nothing happens, um, but I, I'll give you a plus two for quick reflexes. Okay, so I have a 12. Okay, 12 is still not great. Yeah. So 12, 16. 16 9 on my, nine. Okay. On my poorer roll. Um, uh, Doctor, you fall down, but you are able to steady yourself on a console. Okay. Um, Millie, you're fine. You're able to kind of keep yourself steady. Like, you're able to grab, like, there's a chair nearby that you're able to kind of steady yourself onto, and the chair is, you know, uh, is, is affixed to the ground with, with big long bolts that go deep, deep into the ground. Um, Travis, you fall over in a comical fashion. This is when Dan and Travis become the same person, because that's probably what would happen to me. (laughs) And you're actually going to take a hit. Okay, how do I do that? Um, so the way that, the way that the Doctor Who RPG, because this has not come up yet, (laughs) the way that the Doctor Who RPG handles basically HP is you'll notice that you have marks, uh, each bubble for uh, each, each attribute, awareness, coordination, ingenuity, presence, resolve, and strength. Um, depending on the number, has a number of bubbles next to it. So when you take a hit, you take a hit to one of those attributes. Oh, wow. Which means that you lose that for the, for, well, for now it's going to be for the duration of the adventure unless you get healed by, you know, I don't know, a doctor in some kind of sick bay. Um, that's the only situation where you'd be able to recover those. Okay. I can't see that happening. Um, yeah, it's unlikely. I just don't think I'd have one of those on ship with they? And so what would, <laughs> what would happen, uh, right now is you've taken a knock. Um, so I'm going to say you're going to lose a point to your coordination. Very. What is your coordination right now? Now it's at two. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, Ow! That was me role-playing. <laughs> <laughs> I helped Travis up. Uh, thank you. Um, you're, you're not like a like a actually healed doctor, are you? No, I mean, I, I have a lot of doctorates, but I don't think that that's what I can do okay. for you right now. All is right. there something to patch him up? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay for now. Thank right. you. Uh, the, the, the captain uh, turns to uh, the chief engineer who's working at an engineer station and says, what the hell was that? Um, and you see... Uh, the, ca- the, the, uh, the, the captain's kind of not paying you guys much attention and, uh, has turned to the, the chief engineer and says, what the hell was that? Um, and there's a, uh, a, 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 a kind of, uh, stocky, bald man sitting at a, at an engineering terminal that has the word engineering at the top of it. Um, and, uh, he says, uh, and I have to steal myself for this accent because I've been thinking about this one for a while. Uh, he says, uh, the tachyon compensators. There was a, there was, it was a, 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 come on guys, don't just, <laughs> this is all me in my head now. Don't you look yeah. at me as yeah, a person I'm talking. I'm looking at I looked, me. I looked away from you yes. because I could tell you were self-conscious. Now I'm getting, no, nice no, 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 you're all good. I, I will get there. It's, I, I hate that I'm self-conscious about this. No, I get it. I, I'm, I'm yeah. falling into it too in my natural voice, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what the thing, quantum flare, that's what they're called. Okay. Quantum flare hit the ship. The tachyon compensators in the quark, manta, uh, the quark matter antimatter drive are uh, pulsing and out of sync. It's broken. We've lost, we're losing power across the ship. And the lights dim in that moment. Not a lot, just a little bit like emergency lighting. Uh, a string of red lights go around the exterior, the, the, the kind of top exterior, not exterior, but like the, 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 the skirting. No, no, of the it's, bridge. it's fine. Keep talking dirty That's to me. How- yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> There's I just want to say, I feel a little better about my struggles to get my accent like right, because I know you feel it, thank too. Thank you. Yeah, it's like oh, an, yeah. It's, an, it's like there's an angry <laughs> yes. duck squawking every five seconds now. Okay. That, that's the red alert I called, by the way. I Everyone's looking at you like, what is a, what is a, what are you talking about? I mean, it seems to make a lot of sense, considering the red and the alert. Uh, and this it, is more of a mauve alert. Indeed. Um... <laughs> At this point, like, yeah, Mill- Millie's kind of, like, gonna have, like, snapped out of, like, her Mom, silence, Mom, because, like, she's never met a female captain before, mm-hmm. which, so, like, she was kind of, like, stunned. You've been on my ship! But, you, <laughs> but your title is the Doctor. Fair. Like, this is, this is something, com- like, this is in the future. That's fair. Yeah, I get it. I like, get it. there's, there's, like, a, a level of, of 
just, I get it. It's yeah, utter, I'm sorry utter, to do a question. Uh, no, no, no. It's totally fair. Um, but like, she's kind of snapped out of that for the moment, and and is kind of snapping back to attention and being like, "Is there an engineering room?" Uh, and uh, the engineer says, "Yeah, we probably have to get down engineering to get fire up the drive again." Alrighty then. Um, and Enzin Zabrowski at the front. Am I pronouncing his name correctly? It doesn't matter. I'm the GM. It's all pronounced correctly. Screw it. Um, Enzin Zabrowski says. Uh, Captain, that was the quantum flare that was going to hit the planet, it, and it's hit us and the planet. We have a very narrow window to transmit our people That's up when to I, the surface. That I did. I did get a lock on them before we were hit, and it's still there. So if you want to do it, I've got them. Uh, the engineer pipes pipes up and says, "But we can't do anything if we don't have power. We've got no power to the transmit. We're going to have to get to engineering." I'm going to make my way back towards the elevator. Okay. Um, like she's like rolling up her sleeves. She's please, ready to go. Please, correct terminology. It's a hyperlift. She's making her way back to the hyperlift. Making her way back to the hyperlift. Oh. You bet. Um, <laughs> but like full on, like rolling up the sleeves. Like let's get down to business. I to love defeat that Millie is taking over this spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> she's really good at hitting things. You yeah. bet. I've got yes. a track record of that seemingly working. So, so there's now you and the engineer um, in yeah. the uh, in the hyperlift. The, the engineering the doors... section of this ship is actually a game of hypermoles, so the, the more you can hit <laughs> Well, I'll turn back to the group and be like, aren't you all coming along? I don't know uh, what I'm looking you do, at. <laughs> you go help them. I'm going to talk, try to figure out what's happening up here, and you go to med bay. Is there a sick bay? Are you good? Do you need a band-aid? Um, probably, but yeah, I'll go see if I can help maybe uh, The gruff doctor character there. who I described many, many years ago um, steps into the, uh, the hyperlift with you, and he says, I'll take you to the sick bay. I'll, okay. I'll treat you good. Right. Thanks. I'll... I'm a pirate, apparently. <laughs> All right. um, cool. I'll give a little. Donna Travis, I'm a doctor, not the doctor. <laughs> yeah. uh, Yar, says I. But like, as the doors close, I'll kind of give like a little like salute back to Madam Doctor, um, right. and just be like, "Won't let you down." So we'll we'll rejoin you guys in just a moment, Doctor. Okay. What are you doing on the bridge right now? Um, I am. I'm kind of like I'm looking at information like on. I'm 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 still at the console that I was at. Okay. And I've, now that I've got myself back to it. And I'm actually looking up to find out what planet that is that, they're, that we're in front of. Uh, the planet, uh, which I described in the cold open, but the Doctor wasn't present for that, mm-hmm. is the planet Epsilon 9. Okay. A sandy little hole with okay. some forest jungle terrain. Okay. Okay, so it's not... This isn't like a thing where I, I find out that this is Earth the whole time. Like this it's been. Oh, sorry. Uh, let me. Uh, let me go. Uh, yeah, it's Earth. It's been Earth the whole time. Okay. okay. This is City Alpha Five. <laughs> the Doctor is like using the computer to like quickly catch up on what's happening and things like. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't want you to like tell me the whole story, but like things that she would. She's trying to figure stuff out. She's she's curious. So. Um, are you just kind of like trying to get like mission status, mission logs, etc. Yeah, yeah. Et um, I mean, you're able to find out. Uh, I'm mean, actually going to have you do a different role for this one because okay. it's a different, uh, different information you're trying to access. Okay. Uh, we're going to make this one ingenuity plus tech. Okay. With plus two for your tech adept. Cool. Sounds good. I think it's the same role I had earlier, so that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that was thirteen plus. Wow. Okay, the twenty-one. Oh, that's actually not too bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. You you're able to discern uh, the patriarch was sent here specifically to pick up. An archaeological dig team. This is the, the, okay. to start off with the information you kind of already know. Okay. Um, there are uh, quantum flares uh, being shot out by the star that are going to hit the planet okay. and change the atmosphere. Um, yeah, that, when yeah, I, that part when I was looking know. at the planet, I guess I was looking less at what you already said in the quote opening and more mm-hmm. like what the doctor might not, what, what she might know about the planet now based on this information. Like, what are things like, like how long has the culture been gone that was there? What was the culture? Was it a human culture? Was it like an alien culture? Like, um, cause meant, there was mentions of like, Archaeology and important yeah. things. That's what she's curious about. Um, the, and you don't have to tell me it all now if you don't want to. If you want to have like things that I can pull out later while we're playing. I mean, that was a good role. I mean, I'm I'm not going to keep too much from you, but uh, the last known, uh, it's believed that um, the 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 last known civilization on on this planet um, died out somewhere between 500 and a thousand years ago. Okay. Um, uh, and specifically, Dr. Michelle Digman, who is the head of the dig. Um, of the archaeological dig, hence the name Dig Man, mm-hmm. um, is uh, that her? It's been her life's work. Like she's written theses on okay. this on this planet. Um, she's worked her entire life to build towards this moment. Okay. Um, and uh, she's been on the planet. She's been planet side now for about three years, and now they're having to basically pull everyone up because of this unexpected uh, atmospheric change that's about to hit the planet. Okay. Cool. Anything else you want to know? Inside leg measurement, favorite coffee beverage. What favorite coffee beverage? Um, she not is... yours. Yours. Oh, mine. I yeah. don't drink coffee. Okay, fair enough. I do like. I like Coke. Yeah. 
Yeah, I will. I will step back. Let let let, let the scene play out with him for a bit. Because okay, I, okay. Yeah, um, I'm just doing like what I think the doctor would do in this moment, and then. Okay, so we're gonna head to the. We're gonna head over to the hyperlift. I nearly said turbo lift, and that would have gotten me sued. So I'm. That's like, not a word. It's like this nonsense. You would say such a thing. Um. So the uh, the turbo lift. <laughs> the Wonka Vader doors open. <laughs> and uh, they open in a, into a corridor. And conveniently, the sick bay and the engineering bay are kind of in the same area. I'm going to go to the engineering room. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go to the sick bay. Dr. Trimble goes off to the sick bay with Travis, and the chief engineer mm-hmm. um, uh, walks towards yeah. the uh, yeah. engineering bay. Let's deal, let's very quickly deal with Dan and Travis and the doctor. Who I can't remember if I've got... It's Dr. Trimble. You I just said it a second Just ago. said it. Um, he introduces him. He says, uh, Hi, I'm Dr. Trimble. Hi, I'm Travis. How you doing? Uh, well, I kind of bumped my head when the ship yeah, got you're, you're, a little you're, you're bleeding quite a lot. I'm surprised no one else has mentioned it yet. Oh, oh, oh. That's a lot of blood. Oh, okay. Um, I suspect you've lost a point I, of coordination. I did I send him to sickbay, so yeah. I mentioned it a little bit. We should, we should probably get that patched up. Please. Um, let me pull up his character sheet so I can see what his medicine check is. Well, I'm guessing it's really good. He's the doctor of a starship. One would hope. <laughs> Ooh, it should be, shouldn't it? Hang on, let me update his sheet. We might be having <laughs> a, bit of a, a bit of a drunk day. It's fine. Um, so Dr. Trimble is going to attempt to heal you. Okay. So he has to do an ingenuity and medicine check. Um, he's going to get a plus two because he also has the healer trait. Neat. Oh, and he gets a plus 20 for all the technology around him. He gets a plus one million, uh, <laughs> just because he's, he's horny for Star Trek. Ah, uh, aren't we all? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he knows what that is. He had a dream once of a, of a man. I think that everybody hair, just, just kind of like perforated into this adventure now is a very good idea. What that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he rolled, let's see. So, ingenuity is five, medicine 10, 12 with his healer, um, 16, 19. Yeah, you restore that point of coordination. Oh, thank you. I feel way better. Wow, wow. What he does is he pulls out uh, what looks like it might be some kind of, like, inhaler. um, And uh, you being you, maybe you're expecting him to just kind of, like, touch it against your arm through the fabric. But what he does instead is he, he, like, spritzes your face with, like, cold water. (coughs) Uh, It tastes vaguely of of, uh, candy floss. Oh, and okay. you've uh, and you've restored your miss uh, your missing point of coordination. Oh wow! Yay. Now I really want to go to the carnival. Uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Would, would um, you like Would you like a lollipop? Uh, I'm just gonna huff this candy floss <laughs> air for a second, but yeah, that'd be great. Um, you took that very well. You're a very big boy. No, <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. I'm Man, sorry. I went to the oh, wrong you're room. So brave. <laughs> um, look, I, I uh. I, I don't really have medical training, but um, if you need like assistance in here, um, I, I heard you're evacuating the planet. I can lend a hand, you know, just helping out in here if if you need me to to do anything. Um, just kind of tell me what to do, and I, yeah. Well, I think right now they probably if they need help anywhere, it's in engineering. We should probably go. Uh, okay, yeah, I know about as much as engineering. Uh, do medicine. Bloop, 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 bloop. That's the engineering song, uh, which I should have sung earlier. Uh, uh, Michael, are we, are we able to edit that We'll in? put that in, yeah. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much. Um, so we cut to uh, uh, engineer, uh, chief engineer and Millie. Um, as they're running towards engineering, we'll call it a run, like a brisk run, because mm-hmm. time is of the essence. Yes. And the engineer turns to you and he says, so what's your name? Oh, Millie. Ah, oh, cool. My name's Galen. Galen, lovely yeah. to meet you. Likewise. Excellent. Well, tell me, uh, and she'll kind of like enter into the room and kind of give one of those little like yes. hand claps together that I yes. don't want to do into the mic because I'm not a monster. The doors, but, um... the doors slide open, and a fully realized, beautiful, again plywood painted, beautifully lit engineering. There's a grill with a map painting of a deep drive at the back. We didn't need four kickstarters to get here. It's perfect. Excellent. That's not a dig at anyone. No, I promise. Again, I love it. Uh, <laughs> so she's immediately going to walk in and be like, "Well, you know, what do we begin?" Uh, and uh, and Galen says, uh, "Well, we need to get we need to get the the, the QMAT drive up and running again. Otherwise, there's going to be no power to the ship." Point no me in that direction. Uh, well, there's uh, and he indicates there's a bunch of like valves and uh, 
uh, like pipes, like old school, like piping machinery, yeah. um, uh, with a lot of, a lot of it is kind of blown loose and there's steam blowing out and it's very, very old school. And he says, uh, 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 I know this is a little old school, but I don't suppose you, you know, your way around, around a wrench, do you? Oh, honey, <laughs> you better believe it. Um, also, yeah, I was going to ask, this is like a player to DM question, which Absolutely. is that like, because of the way that you guys have kind of described this as space weight, um, yes. Yeah, like, I would know a lot of actually how to do some of this to yeah. an extent, correct? I think, I mean, M- Millie has Hotshot, which does a lot of, correct. Uh, which, which covers a lot of the heavy lifting on that front. Okay, cool. So I, I think the way, and I think we, we kind of played it this way in the, the first serial as well, yeah. is I think that, uh, because Millie is a, a pilot, she's, she's the pilot. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, there's a uh, lot of crossover here. Yeah, the there's Venn a lot of stuff there is... that she's she's just gonna know. Rad. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, but that's where Galen is like first pointed you towards is is mm-hmm. is these 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 pipes and this steam yeah. blowing yep. out. Um, and then he also says, and there's these these computer terminals which which are gonna help us. Fire. Give me the pipes. You take the computer. What is a computer? You know what? <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Cool. <laughs> and he hands you a big. Big wrench with what was the brand name that I made? Wrencheroo. Re- yeah, big wrench with Wrencheroo uh, five thousand written on the side of it. Ah, oh, deal. All right, cool. It's like one of those vintage collector's models. Oh, he gave me his nice wrench. Yeah, he that's... likes you. Oh, oh, that's nice and very charismatic, and I have a yes. weird voice. All right, I'm gonna go uh, wrench some stuff. Yes. At this point, Travis and Doctor Trimble, uh, who says, "Hello, I'm Doctor Trimble." Does he what? just enter the room like that? He, yes, he he does because he he does. He's not entirely certain that everyone knows his name. That's entirely fair. I did not. Um, and uh, you <laughs> guys enter really the room to together. Yeah. And uh, uh, Galen turns to the uh, to the doctor and says, uh, "Doctor Trimble, for that is your name, and I know it well. Get over here, help me with this terminal." So Doctor Trimble heads over to the terminal, and they're they're kind of looking at Travis. They're using something called a computer over there. I don't know if that's something you're familiar with. I know a Unix system. I have no idea what that is. I continue to wrench away. <laughs> no, I, you know what a computer is. I was making a joke for myself. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. I continue to wrench away. <laughs> While this is going on, Doctor, what are you up to on the bridge? I think the Doctor is running around to available consoles and like whatever is like a miss. She's like help, trying to help put things right. Like she's okay. doing very that very Doctor just thing, general like repair around, work, pushing buttons and repairing things, like like trying to get systems back online. And I think, like, I don't want to make you, like, spend too much time with exposition. We've already had a lot of it. But yeah. I think she's, like, getting caught up on what's the problem and what can be solved. Okay. Around the area. Um, I would say that based on the terminals you've seen, you, you see that the issue is 100% with the, with the, 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 the quark man, the quark matter antimatter drive or the okay. QMAD drive as it's referred to in the shorthand. Okay. Um, which you have some passing familiarity with this. It's just a propulsion engine for large starships. Okay. Um, do I need to be down in the engineer? Like, do you want me to go down the engineering base? That's entirely up to you. You do okay. your thing. It's your game. Um, no, I actually not. It's your game. You're, you're the producers. Uh, so. It's our game. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I think the doctor probably would run down and join the rest of the party. Okay. In engineering so you hop in the hyperlift. Off yeah. you go. Doodly doodly do. Cool. Doodly doodly do. That's the hyperlift yeah. sound. Yeah. Sounds like engineering. Doodly, no, because the engineering, <laughs> I can't remember the engineering. There was more <laughs> bloops in the engineering. Bloop, bloop, bloop. There bloop. it is. That's the engineering song. There we go. Um, so uh, Dr. Trimble and uh, Engineer Galen, and I guess Travis is now looking over at the terminals. I haven't been told what to do. I'm just like waiting to be given a job. Uh. Uh, Galen looks at you and he says, what do you know about, uh, this is the wrong voice, and we start again. What do you know about quark matter, antimatter drives? Nothing. Cool. <laughs> Very useful, useful then, aren't you? What's the point of you? Travis has a lot oh. of good points. He's great in a pinch. Thanks. Oh, we're not in a pinch, we're in a bind. They're very different situations. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna help Millie with the wrenching. I'm surprised Travis has not yet tried to talk to the computer. Yeah, Again, that- I, I, you know, the, I, if I don't have the wherewithal, he doesn't have the wherewithal. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> I just imagine Travis going, computer, fix the problem. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Do you do you, do you want to try that? Uh, no, I I, no? I I like I like your suggestion of it, but I didn't think of yeah, it, yeah. so it's Fair not enough. happening in character. Okay, yeah. Galen yeah. says, here, take a wrench. This is the wrong voice. Let me start again. Here, take a wrench. Uh, you talk normal now? Yeah. Well, I'll say normal. He gives you a wrench. It's not a nice wrench. It's just a generic sci-fi wrench. It's fine. It's not nice. It's nothing special okay. about it. It's a sci-fi wrench. It's cool. Um, I put my goggles down, by the way, in case like yes. steam or acid yeah. or anything that comes out of these pipes cool. decides to come out of these pipes. Um, the door opens as the doctor uh, begins to enter the room. <laughs> as she does that, there is um, uh, there is a shock of electricity from the terminal, and Galen is shocked. 
he's uh, surprised or he's actually electrocuted he's actually electrocuted he recoils from the computer terminal and as he steps back you see him transform and he's not human at all he's a zygon there's a moment of confusion he's very clear that's not the cliffhanger we're nearly there (laughs) that's why that was going to happen there's a moment of confusion as he kind of as he as he looks down he looks at his hands and he kind of takes a mental note of the fact that he has absolutely the wrong number of fingers and then like a moment of concentration and then his form restores into the kind of stout bold human man that you guys um, have come to know and be indifferent towards Um, and uh, (laughs) that's fair (laughs) and uh, um, quick question are you guys busy wrenching? Did you see this, or would you have turned around when you heard the? Uh, probably would have turned around yeah. when the the door opens. Okay. So, like that... so yeah, all of you have seen Galen have a moment of zygoniness. Okay. And he says, uh, "Sorry, that almost never happens." And but Doctor Trimble's it... looking pretty shocked Nelly too. Oh, everybody... drops her okay. Doctor Trimble, and we'll say one other like ensign in the engineer who wasn't mentioned <laughs> before because he's largely unimportant. They all saw it and. They are, they're kind of shocked. And Dr. Dr. Trimble says, what? Are you not human? And Galen says, that's really not important right now. We've got to fix the engine. Do you want to fix the engine or not? Nellie picks her wrench back up and starts (laughs) to continue. Doctor goes, well, I mean, are you you just a Saigon who works on a starship? Are are you infiltrating? Like, I just, do you mean well? Really? Really want to have that conversation? I mean, if we're in the middle of fixing an engine... It's a little yeah. prejudice, don't you think? I'm going to turn to Travis. Well, I mean, you didn't tell them... Were there were people on the planet who were going to die within minutes? What's All right, look, I'm just... You were doing it in secret, I was making sure. I'm so just the, saying the doctor priorities. Goes, All right, well, fine. And then the doctor runs over to a computer and tries to, like, diagnose what's wrong with the system and try to help fix it. All right, um... Uh, yeah, give me... I mean, it's just down. Like, there's no power. Like, it's the, the ship's been hit with this... Right, uh, but you just told me she's an expert on this yeah. machine. So I'm like, what am I... I Riley is not an expert yeah, on this I'm system, so... the best way to articulate. Like, don't shiv me when I'm trying to move the plot forward. <laughs> <laughs> like... I'm, but maybe, I want, maybe I'm in the mood to shiv. Well, okay? good, because no. you've been doing it for an hour and a half, so let's Brilliant. do it. Like, um, I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think of the best way to articulate. The system's... It's... it's uh, yeah, I mean, it's down, so she's yeah. trying to figure out what she can... I, I don't know how to fix this core right. drive. Riley does not know how to do it, but the doctor might, so the doctor is now trying to figure out what she can do to help fix it. It's, there, are, there are a bunch of like ship-wide systems that have all blown simultaneously. Okay. Because they've all blown simultaneously, they've overloaded the QMAT drive. Okay. So, I mean, you've got story points as well. You, you can make up some BS and just kind of throw it at the narrative as well. That's also an option. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't... Like, that's a thing to do, but like right now, I feel like I'm playing within the na- I'm playing within the story you've established. Like, yeah, she's so what? What do okay. I roll to see if I can figure something out? Like, right. I don't know well, why I'm being fought let's, on let's this. Let's just let's stick with what we've been going for. Let's go for ingenuity <laughs> plus uh, technology. Okay, so plus. Okay, that's actually ooh. I got I rolled an eleven plus my thirteen, so that's twenty four. Twenty four is very very good. I hope so. um, Rad. <laughs> it's um, not. There's nothing fixing this shit. If you can power cycle the down systems, um, <laughs> and if the uh, some of the down systems that were over that were kind of blown out, if they can be repaired at the same time, okay. um, you can you can uh, restart the QMAT drive that way. Okay, so she gets to work doing that, and okay. she she gives Travis the task of um. So sorry, it was power cycling and restarting. Uh, power cycling the uh, the the systems that have just been shut down. Okay, uh, but the systems that are blown need to be physically repaired. Okay, so so she looks at Travis and Galen, mm-hmm. and she says, "Okay, so you continue fixing what you're fixing. Um, you run to and she like names a system, the first one in the cycle." And then she's like, you go... Life support. We'll call life support. It. Yeah. So you run to this life support. Uh, and then, Travis, you take this wrench and you run to... So the next one, we'll say, is like artificial gravity. I was just like, about to say artificial yeah. gravity. Great So minds. you go stand there. And so she basically goes, okay, everyone. And then, like, so she starts cycling while you guys are starting. Like, she gives everyone, like, a station to stand at. Okay. You got it, boss. And then... So then she all has right. them all do that. So we're going to have them do their roles to see if they can... Uh, yeah. Is it, are they, they're doing the repairs, right? You're doing the power cycling, they're yes. doing the repairs. So yeah. Millie is already fixing a thing. Yes. Travis, so I sent Travis to life support. I sent Galen to artificial gravity or one yeah. of those Other two. Other way around. Uh, yeah. Those yeah, three yeah. Si- let's yeah. just keep it simple. Let's have those three yeah. systems. And then I, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're going to have uh, uh, both uh, Travis and Galen are going to do... I guess we'll call it ingenuity and, and technology. Seems like the best best role. Let's stick, stick to what you know, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, four, I got eight, uh, seven ten. and eight total, so I have a fifteen on mine. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, 
18, 19, 20, 20. So, uh, so Galen gets a 21. So he's able to get the uh, artificial gravity back up and running. Okay. And... No, I had the artificial gravity. Okay, well then, well, he's that good. So that was, the, got... so I, okay. was the first step, so if I power yeah. cycle, he does it going life support, now, I do Life it support's you. up yeah. and running. You rolled a... 15. 15. Uh, you're able to get... Um, uh, yeah, you're able to get that thing. Gravity. Artificial gravity yep. up and running. Um, and those systems are now power cycled. And uh, Millie... Uh, you're already you're already wrenching away, right? I have been wrenching away. Correct. And we have wrenching had to do a roll for that. Yet, away. Huh? You have not had me roll no. for wrenching. Cool. No. Give me um uh because it's wrenching, we're gonna call this one strength and technology. Deal. And because this is um Whoa. sixteen. Gosh dang, I don't even think you need it, but I was gonna say if you want to use your hotshot buff because this is a starship, it's <laughs> a... If we wanna bump that up to super cool, then yeah, let's do that. Cool. So that was a... Uh, what did you roll? 11 on the dice. Uh-huh. Oh, it was a 16, and then with my hot shot, it'd be like an extra two. So yeah, so 18. 18's very good. Neat. Um, yeah, you, you wrench good. <laughs> I wrench real good. New she galley will, ribbon. She will make uh. us go. Um, and so you, 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 you got it wrenched. You're wrenching away. You're wrenching. Like, no one has, no one has wrenched the way that you wrench. Excellent. I'm no. imagining, uh, like the Charlie Chaplin level. Just wrenches, like, no one. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, use monkey on knob. Clearly, nope. I've saved the whole ship um, with wrenching. Um, uh, you, you've you've retconned the entire series to be all about wrenches. That's how good the wrenching was. It's that spectacular. It's Dr. They wrench. pilot the ship. <laughs> <laughs> we figured out the doctor's name. It's been wrenched the whole time. Oh wow! Wait, sorry, it's British. It's been Spanner the whole time. Hey! Um, all of the systems are up and running. It's all down to you to power. Have you done the power cycling yet? Did yep. we do that roll? That's going to be. Ingenuity and tech. Yeah. Okay. So it's a great roll. Plus, so that one's only going to get me into a fifteen this time around. Okay. Um, you almost do it. It's almost great. Sorry, sixteen, not fifteen. Oh, that's good. Okay, that's, oh, okay. that's great. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, uh, the, the 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 ship is gets a full refit. Yeah. It's never looked better. And the ship is now the next generation Federal Enterprise. It's, yeah, it's been yeah. upgraded to the Patriarch D. Okay. Um, right. uh, D stands for D's wrenches. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Oh, yes! Okay, cool. No, that's the, great. I the love lights it. come back up. You hear the QMAD drive kind of start to power cycle and start to... Oh, that's awesome. It's a great sound, oh, and yeah. you, it's, it sounds like it came straight out of a 60s sci-fi series. Almost immediately, you hear the computer's voice. Unauthorized transmat in Cargo Bay 2. Oh, the computer talks. <laughs> Hello, Travis. I've been listening the whole time. No, not really. <laughs> We were in Cargo Bay 1, so what's in Cargo Bay 2? Is there, and I, I, I look for, like, a security monitor or whatever. Yeah, you're able to pull up uh, a security feed on the computer terminal, um, and you see a small transport pad. Um, at the terminal is uh, uh, a woman, who you now recognize as Dr. Dickman. You saw her on the bridge earlier. Um, on the transporter pad, you see a perfect circle of dirt. It's about half a foot thick. Yeah. Um, and standing on the dirt, you see two crewmen you don't recognize. Um, an old man in, in kind of weathered and worn clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see a couple of artifacts. You see two weeping angels. 